This doesn't sound like something Tanner couldn't have come up with himself. And he said it the moment after I shared this yeah. anecdote. And at which point do you get the superpowers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think other apes have them. Yeah. I would think. I knew you were going to ask this. Of course yeah. I was going to ask this. And it's about one in a million. Yeah, see, prevalence. now this is what I'm talking about That's with rare. rare. Hello and welcome to I Should Have Known, the trivia game show that can't be trusted. Each week, one of our quiz masters will present you with four facts about a topic, but one of them is a lie. And we are exploring the human body this month, and this week our quiz master is Dr. Tanner. Hello. And he's going to be presenting us with four rare diseases or conditions, except that this is a find the fake episode. So one of the conditions or diseases that he presents to us is from fiction. It is not an actual condition people have. So join me, Andy, and our other host, Soups, in trying to figure out which one it is. That's right. Mm -hmm. So to try to give you an idea of what we're talking about here, we'll do the pub quiz question. PQQ. PQQ. So really to get you in the mind of what a fake disease would be, let's talk about a fake disease. In the TV show Game of Thrones... The characters Shireen Baratheon and Jorah Mormont contract a highly contagious disease that somewhat resembles a mix of real-life diseases, like mm-hmm. leprosy, ichthyosis, stone man syndrome. What's the fake disease called? Um, I forgot. I know the, the hand start. Yeah, like, when the people touch mm-hmm, you, it's like yeah. leprosy. Mm-hmm. What do they call that? Oh, man, yeah. I know this. It's <laughs> killing me. Yeah. Granite skin. No. What color does their skin? Gray skin. Gray skin. Gray scale. Gray scale. Gray scale. Oh, Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Gray scale. So that's an example of a fake condition. This does not affect real people. Exactly. Inspired by real illnesses. So if I was to explain gray scale to you, that's what you should be listening for with these four diseases. So your fake is going to be like this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe we can also try to guess what the fiction it comes from is, perhaps. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm excited. Cool. Condition number one, a dermatoglyphia. So glyphia would be like marks, marks on your so skin. skin. And then A would mean you don't have any. So mm. what marks are you supposed to have that somebody might not have? That's what this is, right? Yes. Congenital absence of... Fingerprints? Uh, fingerprints. Fingerprints, yes. Oh. Congenital absence of fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like men in black condition, right? Is that the movie? <laughs> they do that, don't they? Yeah. They burn their fingerprints <laughs> off? Yeah. Yeah, or a serial killer. Yeah. My thing is, wouldn't that make you more obvious? Yeah. So not having them would be just as like identifying yeah. as having yeah. them. <laughs> I know. I mean, I actually, I know people in real life, they have a lot of trouble while crossing borders, especially at the mm-hmm. immigration because the biometric system can't it read. The, it. Yeah, yeah, it's it like you're not like, a person. And they get stopped at the immigration <laughs> every single time. So I don't know if this is the definition of someone who has this condition. Sometimes it's called immigration delay disease. Oh, wow. Okay. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that. So... It's a very rare genetic condition where you lack the ridges on your fingers, toes, palms of your hands, and soles of your feet, so you don't have fingerprints. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's inherited. It's a mutation in a gene. And basically, when you're an embryo, when you're developing, this gene is turned off, so it doesn't create these ridges, so then you never have them throughout life. Mm -hmm. So it's not acquired throughout life. You're born with it. There's no treatment. 
But if you want to manage it, you try to identify without fingerprints. So facial recognition Mm -hmm. can help people with this illness. If you have this, you might also have other symptoms. So you Mm -hmm. can have reduced sweat glands, which are very related to these parts of your hands and feet. You can have blistering on the skin and you can have small white bumps on your face. So these are the associated symptoms. Okay. Yeah, because I guess I was wondering, like, other than identification, which is kind of a modern thing, what are fingerprints for? Mm -hmm. Biologically, why would we even have fingerprints? Yeah. Maybe it helps with gripping or something. Yeah. Or it's just a weird... I think other apes have them, Yeah, I would think. I knew you were going to ask this. Of course I was going to ask this. What is the biological purpose of Right, because we didn't evolve them to identify each other. You know, we didn't evolve to have fingerprints. It's just a byproduct of evolution that we have fingerprints and they're unique. Right. It increases... uh, Your grippy. Your grippiness. Yeah. 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 You're better able to grip things. Right. So very important for primates. If you're a monkey climbing Mm -hmm. a tree. Yeah. Okay, but playing the game, I'm skeptical of this because, like, how much fiction is about, like, sanding off your fingerprints or burning your fingerprints off? You know what I'm Mm. saying? Like, it sounds like this could be an easy fake one. Yeah, but especially the fact that he said that it's also known as immigration delay distance, (laughs) which is the exact case that I was talking Mm -hmm. to you about. Yeah, but I also Uh. think he could have invented that. This doesn't sound like something Tanner couldn't have come up with himself. And he said it the moment after I shared this anecdote. Could you repeat the name of the condition? Mm -hmm. A dermatoglyphia. A dermatoglyphia. He also could have made that up too. Easy peasy. Bunch of three Greek words put together. So, (laughs) sure. (laughs) That's medicine for you. (laughs) Yeah. Make it Latin shaped for some reason and then bam, you got a medical term. Okay, cool. I don't know. Right out the gate, I'm a little skeptical. I want to hear more. Okay. Condition number two, hyper-regenerative healing factor. Oh, come on. This, this is, is Wolverine disease. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say Marvel straight away. Like, you know, yeah. This is Wolverine, uh, right? Wolverine. Where you heal okay. yourself real fast. Okay. Patients with this do have above normal speeds of wound healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, associated symptoms include increased natural immunity and slowed cellular aging. I do know the opposite's true. There yeah. are lots of conditions and diseases that cause you to heal more slowly. Diabetes right. is the big one. Yeah. So I guess it does also stand to reason that you could heal more quickly. I mean, healing is an average thing, right? right? Everyone heals at different rates. Right. So normal wound healing, it's weeks. It's okay. on, on the order of weeks. Okay. Like four to six, depending on the wound. On a high traffic area, like feet, it's going to take longer. Okay. But your tongue and your mouth is actually very, very fast at healing. Mm-hmm. But these people are even faster. And they also have increased reproduction of their immune cells, which can also be a negative. So there's no treatment for this, but patients usually have to be screened for cancer mm-hmm. because some cancers are caused by cells regenerating too much, mm-hmm. too fast. Right. And at which point do you get the superpowers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a inborn genetic mutation. Mm. Mm-hmm. But maybe this is right because this is just too simple. And I think he knows that we will know that this exists in the world of super. Like it's a trick. Yeah, He's like, yeah. nah, this one's That's real. real. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But this condition is a good thing. Right? Yeah. Right. There doesn't really have to be a treatment because it's not right. detrimental to health. Mm-hmm. So it's not exactly a disease. Okay. Yeah. Unless it turns into cancer. Down okay. the road. But I yeah. guess like part of the problem there, you could have issues where like, it sounds like your whole immune system is stronger. Mm-hmm. And so then you would be at risk for autoimmune diseases. Mm. But then if these people aren't going in for anything, because mm-hmm. why would you go in and be like, I heal too fast, doc. <laughs> yeah. Help me. Yeah. Yeah. 
then like how would they even know no. to look for this? Yeah. It's very weird. And then why wouldn't they be flagging these people for an autoimmune disease? So I don't know. I think it's Wolverine disease. But I also mm-hmm. think, I don't think he'd pick things so obvious. obvious so yes. then that's why I'm thinking maybe actually that's yeah. the trick. Like mm. is the mind games. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're halfway there yeah. with conditions. We've got two more to go. I don't know. Both sound very, very fake to me so far. So yeah. let's see. Okay. Condition number three. Hyperekplexia. Hyperekplexia. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Hyper means too much. Too mm-hmm. much. Yeah. So you have too much of ekplexia. Yes. Okay. But what's ekplexia? <laughs> ekplexia comes from the Greek for amazement. So mm-hmm. it's also known as the excessive startle reaction. Mm. Oh, God. So if there's an unexpected noise, movement, uh-huh. or touch, ah. you react with like intense eye blinking, body spasms. You can even like freeze up mm-hmm. and not be able to move, but you're still conscious. Oh, wow. It's a rare genetic neurological disorder. Okay. So okay. it's about one in 40,000 okay. in the U.S. Okay. Right. So a lot of these people have jerking in their limbs. When this happens, it's hard for them to keep their balance and they can fall. Yeah. So instead of just a normal reflex like we would have, like if you touch something hot, you jerk your hand back. This is exaggerated for them. So it's more intense in every yeah. way. No. Okay. Hmm. Well, this one sounds very real. It's possible. It's yeah. possible. Additionally, I don't know what fiction this would come from. You know, that's the mm. other thing about it where like yeah. it, it makes it feel more real to me because I don't know why anyone would have that in fiction. I could see like an old timey like, you know, like this is always the thing that's bothered me in like older fiction. Women faint all the time. Right. So I could maybe see this as like an old timey yes. thing like that where you're like. Yes, the weak, the gentler sex. Is I don't that, know is what that, that accent is. Is that your southern accent? No, that's like an old-timey radio. Yeah. <laughs> Step okay. right up. But anyway, yeah. So maybe if it were mm-hmm. fake, I think it'd be something like that. Yep. But I mean, it does sound pretty real that some mm-hmm. people get startled more easily than others. But yeah. Yeah, okay. Compared to the others, though, it's definitely like harder to see where the fake would be. Yeah, could be. All right. Last one. Condition number four, congenital insensitivity to pain. Extremely rare genetic disorder characterized by the inability to perceive physical pain. So the absence of nociception. And this can even be inflammation or heat. They can't even feel that. Mm -hmm. So they're often prone to self-injury or infections or it's harder for them to normally heal because, you know, they can't protect their healing wounds. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Uh-huh. I really hope that's not real. <laughs> Caused by a genetic mutation, mm-hmm. again, in certain genes that are important for pain-sensing nerves. And it's about one in a million estimated Yeah, see, prevalence. now this is what I'm talking about that's with rare. rare. Yeah. That's rare. But, like, this is one where I feel like this one's probably real. Yeah. Because it does sound like a superhero thing. Like, it'd be great. I don't feel pain. It's awesome. I, you can shoot me. I don't care. But pain is actually useful. Pain isn't an entirely bad thing, right? Isn't this, I mean, the fake could also be is that there's this Marvel hero. He also had a Netflix series. Like, basically, he doesn't feel pain and, like, bullets. Like, what's his name? 
Cage. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Look, yes. I know stuff, Tan. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I I never saw the show. I just knew there's a show with that name. Luke Cage, and it's the same thing, right? He doesn't feel pain, and that's the whole point that he just goes around like people are like shooting at him, and bullets are just like flying off. Well, but that's different. Not feeling pain does sound like a superhero thing. That's great, but like actually, I think in reality, it would be horrible. Yeah. There's a very big difference between not feeling pain mm. and not getting injured. Mm-hmm. Because this is saying your hand is getting like burned off. Your skin right. is boiling. But you just don't but feel you it. don't feel it. So you okay. don't move your hand. Mm. But now your hands messed up. I see. That's not a superpower. No. That's <laughs> terrible. That's terrible. Well, for one, I can say that I don't have this condition. <laughs> you don't have this. No, no, no. <laughs> no we don't. I don't have it for yeah. sure. I yes. have the opposite. Yeah. I have hypersensitivity. Yeah. So I literally feel more pain than other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. So, okay. Th- this sounds real. Like it, right? it, it's, it's possible. I mean, we've heard four conditions, but this one to me is like a proper rare condition. I don't think Tanner made this one up. I don't know what fiction would have this even Mm -hmm. because I really do think that like it sounds cool until you think about it one step further. Pain sucks. But then you're like, oh, Mm. the pain's useful. Yeah. So I think that was probably unfortunately real. Mm. Okay. So one of those conditions that you just presented to us is from fiction is not real. Mm -hmm. Can you repeat the four of them for us before Soups and I will guess which one we think it is? Sure. Condition number one, adermatoglyphia. Condition number two, hyperregenerative healing factor. Condition number three, hyperacplexia. And condition number four, congenital insensitivity to pain. One of those is not real. See, number two, if I were to pick like straight, because number two is straight out of a comic book, straight out of Marvel. Right. But then... That's what makes me think, like, if this is so easy, then is it fake? It's mind games. Yeah. My problem with the number two is not just that I can name a superhero who has that, which does kind of make me a little nervous because he would know that I would know that. Like, I know very few superheroes, but I know that one, right? Yeah. Okay, so, like, that's that's one problem is that some psychological, those are some mind games you're Mm -hmm. playing by doing that. But there were other things about that one that was sketchy. Uh, where it's called a factor. So I would think that'd be something in your blood that you would find, but then he didn't mention that. He only described, you know, having higher white blood cells or immune mm-hmm. cells. And then like the whole idea of like finding people who have this, like it's just weird. It's like too much about that one doesn't make sense. So it seems faked. Okay. But then that's the game of being like, it's too obvious. It's too obvious. I think it's the first one. Maybe the first one. Mm. I do think that it could be that one. Yeah. That was also from science fiction. Yeah. Name sounds like a made up name. The Glyphia. Mm. It does sound pretty fake. Yeah. I mean, even though we've established that I know someone who actually has this or faces this problem, but I still feel it doesn't fall under like this rare condition or that like the whole concept is actually made out of fiction. Yeah. It does sound sketchy. I think I'm going to still pick number two just because I will like kick myself if I'm like, come on, Andy, you know, like zero superheroes, but you knew that one and you didn't pick it. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I think I'm with you on number two. I think that has the best chances of being fake, but also something about number one sounds very, very fishy. Yeah. So I'm going to pick number one. Okay. All right. So the moral of the story is 
We when would you, fail medical school. <laughs> no, you guys did a very good job of looking into these, not just going with your gut and saying, forget about the other ones, because the real ones really do affect real people. Mm-hmm. And so we should remember that. And they right. should get some care and drugs if they need it or right. treatment. But in medicine, go with your gut. It was Wolverine number two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, yes. I would have been so mad yeah. if I didn't pick yeah. that one. But that I don't was even mind feel bad games. about it yeah. because I knew it was fake. Yeah. So yes, exactly. Yeah. He was just playing mind games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So the other ones, they almost appear in fiction. So sometimes people in sci-fi have a dermatoglyphia, but not like we talked about. It's not from birth. Yeah, it's not they from birth. Do it you to do themselves. it to them yourself. Exactly yeah, yeah. like you're saying. Same with congenital insensitivity to pain. In X-Men and some comic books, they're experimented on mm. and then they gain this. Mm. And so like this is in Deadpool. Someone gets it. It's, it sounds awful. But it's terrible. Yeah. So this does not happen in real life. There's no hyper regenerative healing factor. It is in other animals. It's kind of similar. So some Ooh, lizards can regenerate that's true. at a higher rate. That's true. Mm. You cut your tail off and still be good. Yeah. yeah, grow a new tail. All mm-hmm. animals can regenerate to some degree. Like mm-hmm. we can do this with our livers. Yeah, you can regenerate it from a few cells. So yeah, Wolverine has hyper regenerative healing factor. Is that what it's called? That's what it's called in the yeah, some, in the comics. Stuff in your blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I should have known. Yeah, I should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of I Should Have Known. We are on YouTube. If you are listening on there, please like, comment, subscribe. Let us know if you got Tanner's fake rare condition. And if you're listening on a traditional podcast platform, please leave us a review. And if you're on Spotify, you can also comment. Otherwise, get in touch with us on social media. And we're going to be continuing our exploration of the human body. Next week, we're going to look at the extremes of the human body. So be on the lookout for that. And as always, thanks for listening. I don't know what I'm saying.